going live in five, in four, in three, in two, in one. What, what, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Sunshine Show, where I talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. Woo! Tonight, I have the most amazing and wonderful, fantastic, my one and only, Bubba Lou, my brother, Rolando Dominguez Cantu Jr. in the house. What's going on, Bubba? I'm supposed to be the hype man. You're taking away my job. I don't like this. Like, that's why you stay in California, and I stay here so I can be the hype man down here, wow, okay? So don't, I don't need you taking my job away from me. No, 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 no. I'll never do that, Bubba. There's room for two of us in this world. There's room for two of us. Maybe not in the same space. That's true, because what happens when we get into the same space together, bubs? Shit blows up. And I think you should probably tell your people that we are not responsible for their computers blowing up with so much awesomeness on their computer right now. We better put put that disclosure up because I don't, you know, I don't want to get sued. Okay, yeah, we're going to put that disclosure up. Uh, if your computers blow up from all the sexiness on your screen, we uh, we are not responsible for that. Nope. So this, <laughs> is, this is my older brother, Rolando Dominguez Cantu Jr. And you need to say it right. You need to say it right. Rolando Dominguez Cantu Jr. The third, the fourth, the fifth, and the eighth. Dominguez Cantu Jr. Was that better? Yeah, that's a lot better. I think I think I just broke some glass. I'm not sure. I think I heard some window shatter. What is up, Dad? What is up, Lindsay? What is up, Jake Schwartz? Thank you all for hanging out with us tonight. What's up, Mama Cantu in the house? <laughs> all we need is Juanito and it will be a full house, Bubba. Or Terry Cruz. <laughs> Terry Cruz. Um, so I wore your Christmas present that I bought for you this year. I haven't sent it to you yet, but this is what you got for Christmas. That is a very slick Christmas gift. <laughs> I, left, I left the price tag on it in case you need to take it back. So there's that. That is very slick. I will be, I will be wearing that shirt. <laughs> I will be wearing that shirt very, very often. WrestleMania. I will, yeah, I will take my- it to OBP with me so George can, uh, so me and George can uh, talk some old school wrestling. Yes, George, I love George so much. Please send my love. Please oh, every time, every time George. that I, every time that I talk to you, talk about you, this is what George's eyes do. <laughs> every time his eyes get big, no matter. Like, but do you? Have is she my- here? Is she coming? I was like George. I'll let you. I'll warn you. Don't worry. Okay. Do you have a favorite OBP story that you could share with the viewers? Could you first tell everybody what OBP is? What's up, Janet? So, so OBP is the Orchard Beer Parlor. It is probably the only reason why I am still teaching now because it is a block from my house. So I do not have to drink and drive. I can go out there and have fun and chill out and then walk home. <laughs> so the reason why I'm still be able able to be a band director is because I I. Don't drink and drive, folks. Just walk home. <laughs> you're a very, very responsible band director, Bubba. I love that. I love that message. Don't we won't, we won't talk about all the other times. But uh, interesting stories. There was that time that we went there at 12 o'clock and decided we were going to stay there from 12 to 12. Oh, that was uh, New Year's 2018. 
Yep. Yep. There's a time where I, I don't want to be too explicit, but I saw a friend of mine throw his um, nutsack on a somebody and they loved it. It was very weird. Very strange. Okay, reel it in. I don't remember that happening. Why don't we? You weren't, you weren't there, and it wasn't you. Okay, I wouldn't have God. let that happen. I would have, I would have knocked somebody out. <laughs> um, is it true that mom will not go with us to the bar anymore? Because when we're together, we start bar bar riots, and apparently you, riots. Ha you have to finish them because mom doesn't let me fight. No, we both don't let you fight because you fight dirty and we don't want to go to jail. So I stick around while you guys can go home. <laughs> exactly what happened. And mom will not go. I don't think, I don't even think my roommate Alan wants to go with me to OEP anymore. He went once and he's like, he, he tapped out. He's like, nope, no more. Uh, what's up, Erica? Sabrina. We have Jessica Gutierrez in the house, Marcio, Bruce. Tell Ro that Marley loves him. Marley loves you. Who? Uh, Marley. We got Bruce. Oh, Shepard. Marley. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. I, she, 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 my, she my cool friend. What's she's up, actually Marley? a, uh, well, she's actually not a, she, she does a lot of medic stuff. So she, her and mom have a lot in common. It's pretty cool. Uh, Nathan and I, Nathan introduced us about four or five years ago. She's like, she's my other little sister. Oh. She can't replace you. She oh, no. can't replace you, but she's my other little sister. OBP, baby. We got so many OBP supporters. Where is George when we need him? <laughs> I, hey, I did think about doing this at OBP. I really did. That would have been the tip. But, Actually, when we do a round two, we are going to do it <laughs> at OBP. What is up, Connie Womack in the house? What is up, girl? You look so good. And all your kids look so good. Kingsville loves us. Does Kingsville love us, Bubba? What do you think? They're, actually, they're probably trying to see what, what's going on because oh, yeah, Ryan again, in the house. what's up, Ryan? You gotta remember when I was in high school, I didn't I didn't look so good. I was kind of a skinny, dorky person. I I feel I, I'm like Benjamin Button. I get older. I get better with age. <laughs> Is that what Benjamin Button does? He gets better with age. Well, <laughs> yeah, until he turns into a little baby when he's a hundred and dies. So I think that might happen with me, but it is what it is. I don't like that. I don't want you to turn into a baby, Bubba. I don't know about that. What's up, Sean, Rockin, Ashley Aguilar, Eric Gomez? <laughs> You've met Ashley before. She's one of my other, that's one of my other OBP sisters. You've met her before. I, I love the whole OBP crew. Like, let's just. Oh, let's and I'm telling you, they miss you too. So this is the thing with me and my sister. My sister is me times 2,000. Times 2,000. That's. And people are like, you're so crazy. I don't understand how you're so crazy. And then they meet my sister like, oh my God, oh, there's, how, where does she get all that energy? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm old and broken down. She just keeps getting younger and gets more energy. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know what's going on. And that's why I love you, Bubba. Uh, oh, well, I, well, you have to, so. It's true, I do. <laughs> Yeah, we had good times um, at for, at Orchard Beer Parlor, and let's just talk about where you live. So you live in a teeny tiny little town of Orchard, Texas, and is it true that it is population twelve? No, it's population three hundred and twenty-five. Population so, three hundred and twenty-five. Three hundred. It might be three fifty-two. I, I but I think it's three twenty-five. So yeah, I moved down here after my divorce. 
Uh, I taught at the school down here. I was the band director at Brazos. That's the, that's the local high school down here for six years. And so my second year at the high school, I got tired of driving from Deer Park to Wallace every day. So I moved to Orchard and uh, they haven't kicked me out yet. So I don't think I'm leaving this town until they kick me out. And I think at times they've tried to, I really do. <laughs> but they, they've let me, they've let me stay. To be fair, Bubs, I've been trying to kick you out of that town for the fuck ever. And I've been trying to get you to go to Austin, San Marcos, but you you want to stay in Orchard, Texas, and that's fine. I support you. When I when I retire, I'm going back to San Marcos. When I retire, I'm going back to San Marcos or Wimberley. I am 100%. There's no ands if or buts about it. I love that place, love that area. Ever since mom took us there, uh, first I fell in love with the Hastings down there, and now they're no more, which kind of sucks. But, you know, when she took us to go see uh, Aunt Sissy at, in Wimberley, I just fell in love with that place. And that's why I went to school there and spent a lot of time there and didn't want to graduate. <laughs> Is it true, uh, Bubba, that you took me to my first ever college party? I plead the fifth. Um, I never do that. Mom, I did not it, do that. Is it true that when mom let me stay with you for a week that you took me to your um, fraternity party and you gave me white Russians? I did not do that. Plead the fifth. Did not do that. You are hallucinating. Ryan, thank you. I wore this for Bubba. I actually bought <laughs> this for him for Christmas, but I just haven't sent it yet. So um I'm wearing it so that he could see what he got for his uh, Christmas present. You know how much we love I, wrestling in this family. Um, and that's I am an upstanding big brother. I would never do that to you. Ever. Ever. Do what? That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I would never take you to a bar or I would never as a young child or a fraternity party. None of my fraternity brothers remember that. So they all remember me. What's up, Andy? What's up, Ruben, Ashley, everybody in the house? Ryan says 325. That makes Bishop look huge. <laughs> I'm still, you know, that's one of the things that I do like when I do go. And it's been a while, but I, I don't think I've been, I didn't go to, last time I went to Kingsville was with for Grant's funeral. And I still love driving through Bishop, like knowing that I'm just about to get home. Like I've all, I always enjoy driving through Bishop. It doesn't look too good right now though. Bishop city council needs to get their act together. Cause it's looking, it's looking down and down at Dustin. Are you kidding me? Like fucking throw Kingsville in that mix too. Like I feel like Kingsville needs some nightlife. Why the fuck do we have to drive to Corpus to do anything in that town? Well, I was sad driving through Kingsville when we, when we went because just, you know, every, the grass is just super long. The, pub, the public grounds just are not being taken care of. Um, you know, I think I even posted something on Facebook because it was just, it was so bad. Like, I couldn't believe how, even though, even in the cemetery, the cemetery wasn't even taken care of. And me and uh, Wes, <laughs> we went to some bar in, in, in Kingsville. I don't even remember what it was, but it was in that, that shopping center. Uh, we we didn't go to the country luau. They didn't want to go to the country luau. We went to some some sports bar that they opened up oh, the by the highway. Spur? Maybe the Silver Spur? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we went. And so since it was like no one was there, so it was kind of boring. And I like I kind of was like, man, I kind of want to dance a little bit. Let's go do some. And I didn't do no dancing. Didn't do anything. It was kind of lame. 
Jessica Chapa. I lived off Wiesatch. My parents still live there. That's where Big Mama, our great grandma, had a house off of Wiesatch. And I actually inherited that house when I had Lucas at a wee little bitty age. And my mom kicked me out of the house and gave me a home of my own. And that was a really great idea, mom. Good idea. Um, so actually, so Jessica, when I had my little rebel phase and mom had to get rid of me for a little bit, Jessica was in my in my math class and she was the one that actually like talked me through a lot of the stuff because I was not in a good place and oh, so that's, we're that's still yeah we still we still talk every now and then and we don't talk like not every day but yeah I'll never forget that in uh sophomore year in high school like she would uh she would are you okay today are you gonna is everything all right and I'd be like oh yeah it's just kind of rough but so yeah she she helped me out through that time Oh, badass. What's up, Mike? Base kit in the house. Um, Very nice, Bubba. So I have many more questions for you. We already went over the bar Ash. riots. Oh, this is an important question. Is it true that you are trying to acquire the Guinness, Guinness Book of World Records most dates anybody's ever been on award? Wow. <laughs> First, I don't go on a lot of dates. All right, look, I don't go on a lot of dates. I don't. Uh, -uh. doesn't don't work. Don't work for me. I'm a busy man, a super busy man, so I don't go on a lot of dates. <laughs> if you want, <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> hey, the people want to know. The people want to know. These these questions were submitted long before tonight. So. Yeah, I bet. I bet. You know what? I probably am. Hey, I'm 42. I'm single, having a good time, just kind of chilling and relaxing. <laughs> but I, so I need, no one can put up with me. That's the thing. No one can put up with me. I'm too crazy. I'm too wild. Uh, I'm a nice person, but you know, I have my, I have my faults too. <laughs> well, we're all human. Hey, you know, but don't try. Look, we gotta, we gotta hook up my roommate. Okay, let's hook up Alan. We know, we don't, don't. Let's Alan? get this off of me, huh? Where is Alan? I would love He's to. He's in his room hiding because he heard I'm just, I'm talking about him now. Oh, uh, well, Alan, <laughs> Alan, Alan if you're also... watching, if you're <laughs> 30 people watching right now. Oh, one of well, the... you know, trying to help him out. Look, I... Get on over to the next room. So, well, when we do this again, Bubs, I want to do like the dating. I thought we were going to talk about music stuff. I didn't know we were going to talk about all this. <laughs> what were, what were you going to say? talk about music stuff? Are you kidding me? That's all I ever talk about. I got you on the show. No, we're talking about all the things people want to know about you. When you All right. When you come back on the next time, we're going to have this little thing called the love, the love game or the dating game. What is it called? The, the love chat. And I'm going to pick some lucky or maybe not so lucky women that you can pick from. Okay. That I approve of. Okay. And we're going to do this live because everybody wants to know who your next date is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. You calling me out, you just as single as I am, woman, and you've been single longer than I have. So we can do the same thing. Now, the only thing that I'm gonna be doing is that first you're gonna have clothes on and anyone that tries to do anything, I'm gonna break their damn neck because all those people that get on your Facebook when you're not wearing nothing and Googling Google over you don't know how crazy I am. Oh so, my God, you are cracking me up right don't now. Be talk don't be talking no bullshit to me. <gasps> Alan says he's watching and he's scared. <laughs> Alan, you know you love me. 
is it true? The first time I ever met Alan, I threw up all over the couch in the living room and you're still cleaning it up to this day. I'm so glad you like bringing all that stuff up. Yes, I felt bad for Alan. Like me, you know, I'm kind of used to some stuff like that. But yeah, Alan, that, since that was your first, well, no, y'all, you went to Saddleback with us to watch the Astros game, didn't you? Oh. That wasn't the first time you met him. It was the first week that. Oh, it was the first. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. It was the first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> and Bubba was so busy because he's such a workaholic. I was very sick, you guys. He could not come home and check on me. He sent Alan, his roommate, to come home and check up on me. This man has the worth, work ethic of an elephant. Bubba, tell us how you got such an amazing work ethic. Because when I went to stay with you, you were literally gone from five o'clock in the morning till fucking at least midnight. I got it from mom. Like she, she doesn't like to admit it, but you know, when, when we were, when we moved to Kingsville, you know, that's all she did. You know, she didn't have her, she didn't have her high school diploma. So we, you know, we, when we moved it, when we got that house by, by big mama, when we got that house, you know, she, all she did was go to school, get her GED, work at the Waffle House take us to school, pick us up, sometimes on a bike, you know, then once she got her, her degree, she got her LVN degree, and then went and, you know, started working in the hospital, and then, you know, we're still going to school and getting our RN degree, that 10-year that period, you know, she, that's all I saw was work, 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 and she, she did spend some time with us, and, you know, when she could, but you, she's working 12 hours a day, coming home and then dealing with the badass kids that don't want to do their homework or nothing, you know, it gets exhausting. So, you know, I get it. So, you know, I got a lot of that from her and, you know, I talk about that a lot. Like I, she, she worked her ass off when she came down to Kingsville to, to provide for us. And, you know, when I remember us getting that, that house, you know, how happy she was because that was what she worked for for so long was to own her own house. So, you know, I wish I could stop sometimes. I think, I think I work way too much. And this year with my new job at Ocampo, I've been better at not working seven in the, or five in the morning to 9 p.m. Uh, so that's helped out a lot. I'm tr I, but I'm not good with my free time. That's, I don't know what to do with my free time. It's either I go to sleep or I go out. And, you know, I, I have to learn how to deal with my free time a little better. I cannot just stay home because my mind and my brain is always working and always going. And, you know, now that I just graduated uh, grad school, uh, now I really have nothing to think about. So I'm like, what do I do? So my brain's all going kind of freaky and, and weird. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, interesting fact about my whole family. I was the first one to go to college. I was the last one to graduate. Tell you how funky that is. <laughs> can, you, can you share with us what you just, um, what you just received, what diploma? I got my master's in uh, administra in, in uh, educational administration, so I could be a principal <laughs> if I want to in the next couple of years. So, plus I'm trying to keep up with you guys. How many degrees do you have? Just a couple, Bubba. It's not a co it's not a comparison. Uh huh. How many? Sometimes it is. How many degrees does mom have? Like five, six? Mom, She's still counting. I literally, I t I joke with her because I'm like, I'm gonna get you a desk plaque that has your name and it's going to be Sandra, Julie, Carol, Martha, Munson, Cantu, Guerra, LVN, RN, LPC, LLC, fucking every goddamn a, a certificate you could get. 
All right, mom. I see you, girl. I love you. Mm -hmm. Um, mom is fucking well, just... badass. Um, absolute Minga, what is up? She says mom is amazing and she raised some great kids. Well, thank you very much. Well, we're perfect. We never did anything wrong. We were perfect children. We were angels. We are still angels. She... Oh. Mom should be proud of us. Mom should be very proud of us. Especially when they're together, when the whole family's together, it's like it goes off. I bring people home from the bar. We throw pizza parties. We jump on Bubba's bed when he's sleeping. It's the funnest ever. I'm very surprised that my house is not blown up when everyone's in the house. But um, well, I may go back and get another one. I'm not sure yet. I'm I'm contemplating it. I never wanted to go back to school at all. Uh -huh. But you know, I was motivated by the right people to go back to school. Um, and so, you know, it, I'm, I'm glad that I did it. I kind of wanted to quit in the middle of it because I was just getting too bogged down and too tired. But I'm glad I stuck with it. And, you know, um, maybe I want to be a college professor. I don't know. There's a, a junior college down the road that has talked to me about taking that job when he retires. But I have to have 15 hours of music, uh, graduate music work. So I may do that. I don't know. I have to find something to deal my time with. So, and, you know, maybe, I, maybe one day I want to get away from here. I don't know. I like this town way too much. I like the people around here, but you know, maybe there's something bigger for me that I haven't found out yet, or I'm not ready for, and it will come to me at some time. So we never know. I don't think. But I'm not moving to California. Yes, you are. You gotta come visit first, and when you come, you're never gonna wanna leave. Well, I'm gonna visit when you tell me when Lucas is gonna graduate, so I can get some tickets and make sure that uh, that we get down there. He won't even tell you know, me he's graduating. I just know that he's graduating at the end of May, at the beginning of June. Well, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to find plane tickets in the, la the last uh, the, the two weeks before he graduates. Okay. Mama said that you two will drive together, so no worries at all. You two will take a little road trip. I'll fire an Uber. <laughs> um... Thank I don't know if that's going to work. Out tonight. Um, this is my brother. I don't even think I uh, properly introduced him. Uh, Rol Rolando Dominguez Cantu Jr. Uh, he is a band director, amazing band director, and he teaches what, Bubba, like, how many students do you have? Right now? You know, Camp Lab, 100, 105. 100? Throughout my Throughout my career, I've probably taught probably 2,000 kids. Wow. So what does it feel like knowing that you have such a huge impact on such young minds? I never think of it like that. Like, I, I hope that I do. But, I, you know, the impact that I have now on the kids, it's not going to show for now. It's going to show 10, 15 years from now. You know, did, it did something that I tell them when they were at their lowest did, did that resonate to them later? Did that help them out later in life? Um, you know, I'm not here to, to have an impact on them right now. I'm, I'm glad that I do, but my true impact won't, won't be seen until 10, 15 years from now. And I think every, every teacher will, will, will admit to that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I have my first student that's actually graduating to be a band director this, this semester, which is very cool. Um, you know, I know Mr. Molina had like, I, when, when I did it, when I finally graduated, I think I was number 51. He was all excited because I was going to be 50. And then I just kept staying in school. 
So he, I think I was 51 or 52, but to have that kind of legacy where, you know, you, even one person that, that, that you, that you influenced so much that they wanted to be a band director and go into that. Uh, actually, you know what? I lied. I have two because there's a, a kid in bowling that he, he just got his first gig in uh, Wharton. Uh, I totally, uh, man, I, I'm sorry, Caleb. I didn't, I, but he was like one of the first kids that I ever taught. And so that he was an eighth grader when I was there, I think a seventh or eighth grader. And when he called me and told me he got his first teaching job, I was really, a, a band director job. I was really excited for him. So I've got two now. So Mr. Molina, I've got I've probably about 60 more to go. I'm going to catch up to you. Um, so for those of you that may not know, Mr. Molina, excuse me, was my band director, was my brother's band director, and was my mom's band director too. And he's, is he still teaching? I mean, he's still like- in He's the teaching in, in Falfurious, I think. Yeah, he came back and he just took his band to the state, mar or to, to the area marching contest. I don't know if they made state, but I think, I, I know he took, his, and he's been consistent since the 70s. He so. He is an amazing man to look up to and have as um, as our band director, right? For you as a band director, looking back, I'm sure that's made a huge impact on you. And you know, but the thing is, is the impact that he made on me is to yell at all the kids and throw stuff. At, now I don't do that anymore because it's 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 uh, it's frowned upon. Okay, <laughs> but when I first started teaching, it was bad, and I, that's how I learned that. So anyone that has any issues with the way that I, it's because that's how I learned. Oh okay, Mr. God, Molina. Mr. Molina. Oh, I remember when Mr. Mo used to get the chairs and hawk them across the room. I'm like, God damn. You know, the one time that I thought he was really going to get mad at me, I was, I was working at HEB and I fell asleep in his class. And I don't, I don't know if you remember Pete Stanley. Um, oh, yeah, Friar he, Pete. He's a, he's a friar now. Yeah. He, uh, Pete? Molina told him, hey, go get him go get him and tell him to go in the choir room so he can go to sleep. I, I don't know what's going on with him, but I really thought I was going to get yelled at and like embarrassed. He's like, hey, put your horn up and go to the choir room. He thinks something's wrong with you. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I, but I really thought I was, he was going to like drop kick me. I thought he was going to kick me in the face. It's like that time I went to work at Denny's and I was super high and I ended up legit getting sick. Oh, I like projectile like all over the stall and toilet. And the guy that cleaned it, I had to work with him and I tried to play off that I was sick and they knew I was high. And I think I got sent home, but it was a great time. Don't ever go to, to work high kids, unless you can handle it. I couldn't handle it. I was very young at the time. I, I have gone, okay, and I, when I was working at HEB, I've never done this teaching. So don't ever, don't get this idea. But so, you know, uh, this is probably why I was in college for 10 years. But I, I was working at HEB. I love that job. It, 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 after this story, I may never get hired there again if, if I decide to retire and go back in HEB. But uh, I, this is when I lived with Eddie, um, Ernie's, big, Ernie's little brother. And so, I, and I, Ernie might have been there too. So I get off of work at midnight, but I had to go to back to work at six o'clock. And uh, so I get there, and it, you, I don't know if you remember Gilbert or Illariega. Also, he plays for a group called Grupo Fantasma that has is real big in the San Antonio area, and they've actually like been nominated and won a couple of Latin yeah, Grammys and I stuff know like Grupo that. Grupo Fantasma. My friend uh, John Spees plays drums for them. Yeah. So. They were off the house, and I'm like, dude, I got to go to bed. I'm like, no, I just have one beer. And I'm like, all right. 
5.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, man, I got to be at work at 6. So I took a monster, day quill, <laughs> five-hour energy. I go to work, and I'm all hyped. Woo! At 10 o'clock, I felt like I was done, and I went to the manager at the time. I'm like, dude, he goes, man, I already know. You can get out of here. I was like, oh, thank you. If they would have P-tested me that day, it would have been like a 1.25 or something. <laughs> so I was very, very lucky that uh, <laughs> that they were cool with me. Dude, I remember prom, I think it was like prom 99 or some shit. I was already living at Big Mama's house and um, I threw a major rager and we had like Everclear jungle juice and all this shit. And I passed out and mom, bless her heart, she had to come wake me up because she was going to take me to work in the morning at Denny's. And like everybody was just like passed out in the living. I mean, it was major fucking crazy. I don't know how I went to work. It was the weekend that George Strait was coming through. So like the line was out the door and everybody kept complaining about me and they kept saying that I was rude, but I wasn't trying to be rude. I was literally just, I had the worst hangover and um yeah so that's my story brandy well collins, i don't think people this is better than anything on tv tonight yes brandy who brandy collins he's trying to get more of my money that's all he's trying to get but see the things first two things you keep calling me bubba and that might be that might freak people out back in, in my nickname was bubba and my mom nicknamed me that when we left ohio that you want to be named Bubba. And I'm like, yeah, why not? And then I quickly like didn't like the name, but you know, one year and I've, so I switched from year to year from Rolando to Bubba. And so Bubba just stuck. Uh, and then there's only two, there's only two versions of my sister. And, uh, that's, there's, there's the, the only two versions you get is, is all out nutty and you better leave me alone. <laughs> it's very true. There's no middle ground with this one. I don't know what the fuck. What was it like having me as a sister, Bubs? Or what you is were it actually like? chilled? Like you were, you were relaxed. Like, and you were the good kid though, because everyone always loved you. Uh, we go to Big Mama. Oh, Sunshine, she's so cute. Kick that little Kip Rondo out of here. We don't like that. He's that boy's ugly. That boy's gross. So <laughs> no, but. <laughs> Even like, I would take you and hang out with all my friends with Daniel and Chris, and you just became part of our group because you were chilled. Like, if you, I don't know if you were the way you are now, I don't know if we would be able to handle you. But you know, our little, our little clique that we had with, you know, Steven, Chris, Noel, you know, Sarita, all those, you know, we all, we all hung out. Like, mom would not let us stay in the house. We had to go hang out. So we go play basketball, Dungeons and Dragons. You know, we, go, we all, our only. Our only rule was that we had to be in, we had to be in before dark. That was, that was the only rule. Yeah. So, you know, we hung out, if, if we hung out all the time when we got home, you know, we went outside and we were very lucky, you know, mom, depending on when mom would work in, you know, if she was working 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., we had to be back at 7 p.m. We had to be back inside. If she was working 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., we had to make sure we were back at 7 p.m. when she got home. You know, it, those are easy rules to, to figure out. It wasn't too hard. We didn't break them too many times. She just wanted us the fuck out of the house when she was sleeping because apparently we were too loud. But that brings oh, up... Oh, no, we had, to t we had to tiptoe around the house all the time. Oh, yes. Nobody wants to wake up mama after she's had a 12-hour shift at the hospital. <laughs> no. There were, there were many times where she stumbled out well, we're like it's 10 o'clock and we're watching tv and she's like 
if I have to come out of here one more time. And I was like, oh shit, we better watch out. <laughs> um, that brings up a good point though. I had jotted that down in my notes earlier in my head. Um, we did grow up in a neighborhood with a bunch of kids that were our age and we were always outside playing basketball, like you said, Dungeons and Dragons and all that fun stuff. Um, what do you think of the new generation and them not really going outside as much and just staying behind the computers and the phones and you don't really see kids out on the streets as much. I mean, is that me being naive or? No, it, we've all, but we've all turned to that because of this. You know, I'm bad at it. I'm bad with my phone. I've always got my phone in my hand. I'm always looking at Facebook. I'm always, you know, and it, the kids nowadays, it's taken away kind of their will to do things. You know, I'm very lucky where I'm at now because the kids I have work very, very hard and they want to be there. But, you know, we, I was talking to that with one of my colleagues today, um, just how, you know, the kids just, they don't have that direction anymore. And, you know, a lot of, it's just a different generation and they don't get, they don't have to go outside. I'm actually excited uh, when I see kids outside playing football or playing basketball. But if you go down, even in Orchard, if you go down these streets, there's not a lot of basketball goals outside. There's not a lot of garages that are open, like how we hung out. We just hung out in a garage. You know, they're inside, they're playing video games. And, you know, I'm the biggest dork there is. I have every video game system known to man. Um, and, you know, it, but that's, that's the big deal of, of the, the kids just are not, they're socially awkward. And, you know, one of the big things is, you know, and I hate saying this, and it's, nobody, it's, it's just nobody's fault. It's just, the way, it's just the expectations aren't there like they used to be. But, you know, just look at these kids writing nowadays. I, I am a guest grader sometimes for these uh, for some of the English teachers that trust me to to grade their paper to grade these papers and the writing is just atrocious like it's awful and so the kids have forgot to, how to communicate you know and we would always get in trouble back in my day and your day too we we would write letters to to, to you're writing a letter to a girlfriend or you're writing a letter to a boyfriend or a friend you know you had all these letters and it taught you how to write and taught you how to how to communicate and you know even me today like I, I i started writing a journal for certain things and my handwriting is atrocious because i just forgot how to write because i'm just typing everything so you know we have to, i i wish what was old was new again and i think some, we need to start going back to basics there's too much uh emphasis on these tests and too much emphasis on these teachers having to test teach just to a test and there's no creativity in teaching anymore and you know, that's the one reason why I became a teacher. And that's, you know, people of my generation, that's why we became teachers, because it was a job that let our creative juices come out. And, you know, with, with what's going on in Austin, uh, we can get on a whole political rant. I don't want to do that. But they're just not allowing the teachers to be creative. And I think that's a big uh, detriment to the students. Uh, Katie Look at me sounding smart right there. That sounds great. You're very impressive with your words, bubs. Katie Look at says, that. I'm sounding smart. All right, make me sound stupid again. Now, nah, Katie says, tell that to TEA. I, I wish, you know, I, I, you know, I wish TA would listen to us. Uh, there are people that do go to uh, the, the Capitol and do talk about this. But the thing is, is like TA, for example, during this whole COVID thing, their offices have been closed this whole time. Why the, why the teachers are out here working and the teachers are out here on the front lines doing this. And I have not seen a single TA person. And if this goes viral, good job. You can come talk to me. Just don't take away my certificate. 
But, you know, TA needs to be in our classrooms and look what we're doing. Look what, look at how we're handling all this. I think teachers, uh, I think we get the short end of the stick sometimes. Uh, I do get frustrated with certain teachers that are complaining about being in the classroom all the time. And I do, but I do understand. I do understand where they're coming from. But, you know, I think we should all be on the front lines together. And that means TA too. They need to open up their offices and they need to come to the, they need to come to our, our schools and the classrooms and see what we're doing to make this work. It has not been a, it has not been a good year for teachers. And, you know, even this year, um, I'm worried about my, about a lot of my teacher friends. Cause in, when uh, Austin convenes in, in March or February to start with the budgets, a lot of my friends are going to be cut from their jobs uh, because, you know, with the COVID thing, oil, oil went down, uh, uh, property taxes went down and, you know, I don't want my friends to be cut. And, you know, we're, we have money for everything else, but we don't have money for teachers. And that, that pisses me off. That makes me angry. And I have voiced my opinion about that. And I hope, I, I just don't want none of my friends. I don't want none of my people. I don't want any of my brothers and sisters that are in the teaching field to be cut because they have worked. They have all worked very hard. Aww, Bob, so all right. We got two. We got too damn serious. Let's come on. Okay, we got to figure something some else comments. out. Let's read some comments really quick. Ooh, um, I don't know about that. Katie says that um, everybody votes that Alan makes a celebrity appearance. Where are you, Alan? What's up, Luigi? Who, who said that? uh katie uh we have ben ortiz what is up uh we have dan or ray in the house oh what's up ray ibada so he closed his door and i'm not gonna open his door because he <laughs> may be in his he, he may be in his chones and i'm not gonna do that you don't want to see that i want to know the craziest thing about living with my brother <laughs> type it in the comments if you want. um <laughs> Bubs, how can he'll you probably tell you never from never being home yeah um yeah i'm telling you the time that i was there last year you, i maybe saw you for like three hours um I'm more now than i was than i was before but it's still but that's me like i come home and then i go do something like alan i come home and i go i go run out alan says the door's open what? His, his door's open. Oh, it's open. All right, here we go. Woo, woo, Ladies. Let's take a tour. Let's hey. take a tour. Hey, hey, let's My roommate, it. Alan Garcia. Hit him up. Hit him up. Hit him up. It's like a dating game tonight. I, I could give you a, a tour of the house, too, but here's my roommate, Alan. What's up, Alan? Uh, Thank you for now. being on the Sunshine Show. I have one important question for you tonight. Oh. Here, here, come here. You got it. You got to answer this question for her. She's never going to leave you alone. Okay. Oh, shit. You can't hear it. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll let you know. All right. What's, okay. the, what's the question? What is the craziest part about living with my brother? What is the craziest part about living with me? Hold on. Ah, shit. All right. Try to get talk real quick. What? 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 Can you hear me? I can't hear you because of my because I got my AirPods on. What's the craziest thing about living with me? Uh, it's so much you can't say. So much to go through. Not not knowing what to expect. Not knowing what to expect. What was the best thing about meeting me? Oh, what was the best thing about meeting my sister? The throw up. 
than not having that nasty couch in your living room anymore. You're welcome. That was a pleasure <laughs> to you, Alan. He's still thinking. He'll he'll let you know. <laughs> Bubs, what? Yeah. Who's your favorite wrestler? My favorite wrestler, Hulk Hogan. Hundred percent. Hulk Hogan. What is um the fa your most favorite Christmas gift that I've ever given you? Oh, that Hulk Hogan with the uh, with the wrestling belt. It's on my it's on my thing right now. Heck yeah. yeah. So you dressed up as Hulk Hogan for Halloween one year, didn't you? And you I, won the award for the best. And I won the contest, yep. I had the wrong wrestling belt. I had my UFC belt, but yeah, I won that contest. But I ended up I, I ended up giving it to the people because it was a it was a uh, a fundraiser for somebody. So I just I just gave them the money. I was like, you can keep it. Very so sweet. but I did win that. And I talked like Hulk Hogan all night that night too. That was a fun night. What I've also I've also driven a lawnmower. I think Ashley's in here. I stole Ashley's lawnmower one night and drove it to OBP. I gave them my, the keys to my Mustang when I had it. And uh, I, took the, I took the sweet lawnmower ride to OBP. That was a, that was a lot of fun. That was a, that was a fun night. That's a good story. I could, I could have told you, but I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> um, oh, my God. That I, uh, ben says, yes, that's true. You never know what to expect from this guy. Um, Hey, yeah. one day I'm ma I'm mad and me, and next day I'm like making everybody laugh. I'm bipolar as hell. Don't ask any of my ex girlfriends or anything about it, cause yeah, I don't I don't need those stories. Uh, what was our favorite tag team uh, wrestlers growing up? The Bushwhackers. Can you do the Bushwhacker with me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love. It. <laughs> uh, little Jesse jumped on here. He goes, I remember going up and they would say teachers are shaping the hearts and minds of our future generations. I thought that was so cheesy, but now that I'm older, I realize that it's true. And I'm glad we have teachers like you. We need more like you. I'm very fucking proud of you, bro. I am so proud of you too, Bubs. You know, I, I knew I wanted to be a teacher since I, since I was eight. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know if I was, I wanted to be a coach. And you, you know, for a while I thought about being a baseball coach and a history teacher because I love history. And the only reason I'm a band director is because when I went to Texas State or Southwest Texas, I'm sorry, when I went to Southwest Texas, I went to the, the music person. I said, how many years of marching band do I have to take if I minor in music? And she said two. And I was like, ugh, how many years if I major? She said three. I was like, you know what? I can do one more year. <laughs> so that's how I became a music major. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, ben says you can you talk like Macho Man also, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that was well, our dad, you know? <gasps> dad, yeah. Our dad looks just like Macho Man. And especially back when we were younger, he looked just like the Macho Man uh, that you would see on the TV screen. And so that was dad. Wrestling. I can't show anybody. I can't show anybody pictures of, of dad because they're like, why can't you get like that? I was like, look, I got the jeans. It take me three weeks, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> and I like and I like to drink beer. So <laughs> yes, our dad is very dedicated and uh, disciplined body lifter. Uh oh, Alan has chimed in here with a comment. I've never really had anxiety before until moving in with you, Rolando. So actually, that's a very funny story because the. <laughs> First day that he moved in with me, and it wasn't his fault. First day he moved in with me was the first day that I had a major panic anxiety attack. Like I was on, I was like, I was on the couch freaking out because I just had a lot of stuff going on. 
and I was on the couch freaking out. I was like, holy cow, he's going to, he's going to think this is how I always am. That's why I called mom about learning about CDB oil and stuff like that, because I needed something to calm me down because it was, I, I had never felt like that before. It was, I, I, I felt like my brain was splitting in two. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever had. And so that he said that maybe I just gave him my anxiety. And now Alan but, is on a whole bunch of prescription medications thanks to living with Bubba. That's great. That's not my fault. <laughs> but, you know, and I feel this pain because, you know, like I do go, I, I have a good time. I try, he's, he's a homebody. You know, he doesn't really like to go to do too much. He is the epitome of a, of a good teacher because he wants to uphold like what the, what, what, pe what kids see a teacher as, he wants to uphold that image. So I can't take him anywhere because everywhere that I go, I, there's kids and there's people that like they're, you know, and he doesn't like that. And I never, I never cared. So maybe, you know, that's, I could learn, I could learn stuff from him like that, but you know, he, he's, he's very protective of his, of his image and he's very protective of that. He knows that he's a role model in the community. And I think that's very, very cool. And that's why Alan will never go with us to another bar again, folks. Nope. What? I wish I had that discipline. I really did. I really do wish I had that discipline, but I just I I don't. Um, is it true that you post pictures of my pig and tell people that it's me? That was you. You woke up and you sent me that picture. You sent why me that picture. Do, why do you do such things to your little sister who's very innocent and does not deserve it? Hey, you you sent me that picture. You said, Bubba, I'm not looking too good today." And I was like, all right, well, let me post it on Facebook. So I actually, I know everybody, since there's, tell everybody the, the name of your pig. Oliver Edgar William Nelson Cantu to the first power, AKA Oliver Ivan Nathaniel Klein. So when you abbreviate it, it spells oink. True story. <laughs> One of my friends just got a, just got a pig. I got to hang out with it last weekend. Cool. Oliver got a book written about him. I saw that. That's pretty cool too. Like I like the story behind it that he just kind of went to the beach and was making friends and then yep. someone was inspired enough to write a book. That I think that's super duper cool. He booked it. Booked it to the beach. What does mom say? Little Jesse says, I've always wanted to go to a bar with you guys, but I'm starting to reconsider. <laughs> yeah. That's good, good. Cause no, because especially what Jesse's old military. Uh, he'll we'd get him to, and then he'd start doing his his army strength thing and breaking. We now nah, we don't need that. We, <laughs> thing, I'd be doing the kung fu thing, and you'd be doing the wrestling, flipping people over. It'd be a whole show. Hey, I got a I got a deadly choke. Don't 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 hate. We should do it and live stream it. Yeah, people will pay for that kind of good shit. You know what? I do think that we'd have the most interesting reality show ever. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Um, so mom, so mom claims when I was a teeny tiny baby that you snuck in the room and you cut my hair off. Why did you do that? You know, the funny part of, I just wrote about that. Like, I just wrote about that yesterday. That is hilarious. <laughs> because you asked me to. Oh. And when they, when they told me, when dad and mom asked me, why did I cut your hair? They, I told them, she said, she said she wanted me to. And I, I stick to that story to this day that you wanted me to cut your hair. You might've been like one, two, no, I don't remember. I didn't talk. Yeah. yeah. But, but you said yes. Oh, I'm sure. Forrest, what is up? What is up? Um, 
mom just bought the book. Of course you did, mom. And Ben Ortiz says he will never drink with you, Rolando. You know what? I am proud of Ben. I've talked to Ben a couple of days ago. He is 10 years sober. Oh, and God bless Ben. Him and I used to, especially when his brothers lived with me, we would uh, hang out a lot. And, you know, we talked about it a couple of days ago. And for him to be 10 years sober, I think that's super cool. That's, I told him that's just a, a avenue I've never tried to, to go through. Uh, I don't know if I'm ever strong enough to go through that avenue. But for him to be able to do Whatever it. Whatever you want to do. Rob. I could. But you know what? Sometimes I like to escape. But for him to be able to do that, I, like, I'm, that that's super duper cool. Like, I can't. That is an accomplishment that. I'm very proud of my accomplishments, but that, but that I'm proud of his accomplishments because I knew and I've seen him at some of his worst times and for him to be able to break out of that and stay out of that for 10 years is just amazing. Very awesome. Very inspiring. Um, I have not drank since New Year's. So I, what is that? Uh, 14 days so far? Hey, you, hey, you beat me. I, I went drinking last night with some friends. <laughs> that does not surprise me. Bubaloo, I love you. Um, cool. So, what's your favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers album? People, people think I'm stupid, but I love One Hot Minute. Like that's my then, favorite one too. That's that because, and you know, a lot of people like with Metallica, they hate Saint Anger. I love that album. Now, I cannot listen to that album in one sitting. It is it the like Lars's drums are just a little too much throughout. But you know, if I break it up in if I break it up in uh, in two pieces, I love that album. But One Hot Minute, you know, my favorite song of all time, well, my second favorite song of all time is on Aeroplane. Yes. You know, I, that, that tune when it first came on the radio and then the, the music video and stuff like that. And the first video warped. I love, I, you know, I know that they, they even try to like forget about that album sometimes, you know, and I, I love their, I love the guitar player. Uh, the, the, Oh God, Dave! What? Not Navarro, is it Dave Navarro? Wait, who are we talking about? We're not the guitar about player that was there. That he, huh? Yeah, uh, Dave Frusciante. No, 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 no. That's their that that's their usual. Someone's yelling at me right now, but he was just there for one. He actually has that show called Ink Master on. You know who he is? Oh, Dave Navarro. Oh, so I, I did. Navarro. I didn't. I didn't know it. Were. Okay, yeah. So Dave Navarro, like I. They try to forget about that album. Not they try to forget not, about that. Not Dave Prashanti. Oh my God. Sorry, guys. Dave Prashanti. Yeah. Forget all that. But yeah. But you know. Thank you, Rick. I love. I love. I love Lee's song on there. I'm a little uh, P. You know, I love yeah. that song. I love uh, Coffee Shop. Me and my friends. That whole album is. It's just so underrated, and it gets thrown, especially with their newer stuff, because that that actually formulated their new sound that was that was their start of the new sound um and i just think it, it should on for no reason i really do that's a valid argument valid argument uh is it true that you got arrested and suspended at a college football game for mooning the other team no that never happened Oh, are you pleading the fifth on this? Okay. Well. No, I, actually, I did not get arrested. I got kicked out of the stadium. And I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the story. I don't have nothing to hide. I don't give a dang. People have heard this story before. Good night, Forrest Yates. Is that your friend, Bubs, or is that my friend? Yeah, that's one of my, that's one of my Sealy kiddos. 
Um, oh, sorry, my so goodness. Now we had kids in the room. He's graduated. He's graduated. Um, so, so we were, oh, my, my goodness. Man, Hudson was so mad at me, too. Oh, my goodness. So this was the year that I skipped out on marching band because I was concentrating on working. This, I had three jobs. I was working at Popeye's. I was working at HEB, and I was a tour guide. And so I had to, I was staying home for Thanksgiving, and one of the games got canceled. I think because of snow. or it was Yeah, we had a freeze that, that year. So they, they were just putting together a makeshift band. And so they asked me to come in and, and play. And I was like, yeah, I'll play. So I came in and played. And we were heckling the, the dudes so much, heckling them so much. And so one of the guys calls me down because I can be loud and obnoxious. I know I can. I'm very aware of this trait. So he calls me down. And you got to excuse the language here. But he, he calls me down and he goes, hey, since you're a band, since you're in band, you're a you're a FN female woman part I don't want to say all of you know so I looked at him I started laughing in his face I was like dude can you come up with something better than that and I don't know why so I go up I go up to my friend and Jared I'll never Jared looks at me and he goes hey look at him over there and it was the punter and the kicker they were flipping me off and I don't know that's like if you've watched if you've watched Back to the Future when they call Marty McFly chicken don't flip me off Cause then I'm just gonna. So he, I was like, oh, he split me off. Huh? So yes, I pulled my pants down at a, at uh, the at Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos, and as I was pulling my pants up, here comes the cop to escort me out. <laughs> I love that. Story. Not one of my. It, hey, that thing messed me up for a while too. I had to go back to go pick up my girlfriend at the time, and she just. And it, it was funny because she had just gotten some kind of. Uh, she was she got surgery to fix her TMJ, and this is her first her first outing back after the surgery. <laughs> she had been out for a month, and I pick her up, and she looks and goes, "Really?" I I couldn't say anything. It had nothing. I had nothing to say. Oh, good times, good times, Bubba. I, I don't like when your had... questions start. What's that? Go. I don't like when your questions, is this true? Because most of them, there probably are. <laughs> I know, I know, I love it. If anybody has questions for my dear darling brother, drop them in the comments. We're about to get this wrapped up. We've been on here for about an hour. You guys have... Rewind. You guys have been here with us this whole time, and we've been having a great time with all of you guys. Thank you so much. Bubs. What advice do you have for people that are like having a hard time getting through this whole epidemic and everything that's going on with the world right now? Learn about yourself. You know, that's something that over the, sometimes we try too hard to make everybody happy and we forget about ourselves. And that's something I've learned or I'm learning now. Like I, I was at my friend Nathan's house uh, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed. I'm in, I'm in, I see a therapist twice a month. You know, my brain isn't all correct. All right. I had to do what I had to do to kind of make myself feel better about myself. I'm very glad that I have a group of people around me that, um, that support me that the way they do. I don't know why they do because I'm so nuts, that, <laughs> but they support me the way I do. You're the best but, ever. Yeah. Uh, just learn about yourself and look inside yourself and really we're not perfect. And we all have flaws and you know, all we're trying to do is be better. I'm 42 years old and I am finally finding out stuff about myself that I had not, I, that's always been there. 
and I've always said to people, like, I felt like the world is sane and I'm just insane. I felt that there's a puzzle piece missing in my life that I could never find out. Um, there's just a lot of things. And, you know, on New Year's or uh, Christmas Eve, I was with my I was with my friend Nathan and Kelly and they were watching church and I'm not a big church person and we can go into that later on next time or whatever. But uh, my therapist had recommended a book for me and I opened it up and started reading it. And that just opened up a whole new world for me that I'm just I'm really excited to be going through. And I'm hoping that in the next, you know, couple months, couple years, it finally sends me to the goals that I've been looking for for the last shit. <laughs> the last 22 23 years I really feel like I've wasted a lot of a lot of time because I didn't understand these things about myself so you know go down those difficult journeys and find find out things about yourself it's not always easy it's not always comfortable but you know what it's a hell of a ride and it's super fun uh Ray wants to know what is your favorite high school jazz memory oh man I just told this story a couple of days too and you were there Cause you played, ba- you were playing, you were, fr- you were the freshman there. Was it I with remember the, going- the bus driver? No, no, no. This is the, the, my senior year, we were playing Lady with the Pretty Legs and I had a solo on it. Bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. And so we're in the practice room and R- R- Mr. Rios is like, all right, let's go through Lady with the Pretty Legs. Here we go. All right. Looks at me and I froze and I totally forgot the solo. And he goes back, okay, Ronald, come on, let's do it. I just froze and totally forgot it. And I'm like, how the hell did I forget? I've played this thing a thousand times. How the hell did I forget it? Thankfully on stage, I clicked in and I got it. But man, I'll never forget. Like I thought Mr. Reels was going to kill me. But he oh. was, it was, it was really weird because he was really chilled. <laughs> like yeah. moments of panic, he was chilled. Every time, everything else, I thought he was going to like destroy me. I remember one time uh, before jazz contest, um, like right before we went on stage, it was like, oh my God, Sunshine, you're here. Thank God I had a dream that all your fingers got cut off last night. And I'm like, what the fuck? Don't put that voodoo on me. Like, what? Well, I'm sure they've. I'm sure they've heard it. And I think wasn't Ray in that band too with you where you're playing in Colorado when your string just pops and you just kind of my G string my G string popped on my Rickenbacker. I'll tell you it sure did. That same trip, uh the fucking cops got called on us uh for our group smoking the ganja. Um I I I am shot. <laughs> Good times, man. We keep it wild, I'll tell you what uh alan's mom says i've enjoyed this rolando you're awesome i'm glad alan is there with you and alan replies uh mom don't encourage him (laughs) i was gonna say that he said don't encourage him i'm sure that's what he said (laughs) oh my god that's so so fucking funny before well before you before we get tell it tell tell them like one of your favorite memories of us growing up and it can't be mom trying to drop us off to get to the orphanage Although she says that never happened. Um, I think the one of the best memories with you was when we went to Astro World and you got to go to the Astros game. And I remember mom got the apartment, I mean, sorry, the hotel and looking out to the Astro Dome so we could actually see you like walking over there and shit. And then like just like having fun at the park and being with mom. And I think that we were with Yolanda. Yeah, our, all the our, our trips, uh, those were the best. Our summer trips, like the Sea World and Astro World and things like that. 
every time I walk into like any stadium, I always remember that first time that I walk in that I walked in the Astrodome that day. Every time that's, that's, oh man, that almost makes you well up a little bit. That's, uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's one of your favorite memories? You know, just a lot of it was, I was, we were so busy, like just raising each other. You know, it was our, our time in Daniel's garage was always fun. Like our time in Daniel's garage. And there were times where it was really funny because you know, we would all get, we would all get on each other. Oh, remember the, the hell videos that we would hell all house. make? <laughs> hell house. Yeah. But those, but then there were times where like, you know, some of our friends are very, can be very rude. And I wasn't very, I wasn't as vocal as I was now, but there were, you've always been pretty vocal. And there were times where they would start ragging on me and my younger sister would have to cut on my defense with their mouth and start like defending me because I just, I couldn't, I, I had nothing to come back. I couldn't do it anymore. And so, and then, you know, there were also times in, in high school too. As I'm senior in high school. My freshman sister has to protect me a little bit because again, I wasn't as confident I was now. Like I didn't have all, I, I, people in high school would never realize who, what I became. Yeah, so, no. you know, I'd be picked on and you would come to my defense and that was, it was kind of embarrassing, but you know, looking back at it, I, you know, seeing that was always, it was something that was always very cool to me. Um, yeah, I always take up for my brother. I always take up for my brother. Shit, I'll kick anybody's motherfucking ass. Um, so you want to be my ass and then. Oh, well, yeah. And then that's a whole different, whole different thing going on. Bro, not vocal. What? Says Gina Sota. Luis Cepeda. Sorry, I'm late. Thank you guys for showing up. Uh, this will be available to watch afterwards. You guys can go back and watch the whole episode. And I suggest that you do. We've had such a good time tonight. Um, I want to tell you, Bubba, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. I love you so much. Thank you for everything that you've ever done for me, for Lucas, for mom, for the family, for all the kids that you direct every day. I was like, I don't got no kids. No, but, you know, for your students and you're just fucking awesome and you're very humble about what you do. And I don't think you realize sometimes what an amazing person you are and the huge impact on people's lives that you make. And I, I want you to just really think about that because so many people love you and cherish you and and you do make such a huge impact on so many people every day. Are you trying to make me cry or what? No, I'm just being honest with you. <laughs> well, then I'm going to do the same thing to you. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of all the stuff that you've done. Um, you know, the videos that you, the videos that you've made in my, in my house, uh, you know, all the, every single little thing that even though at times I, we have not agreed on certain things and we've had some knockout drag outs, I'm just proud of everything that you're able to accomplish and still the boundaries that you still push because you still are pushing so many boundaries and you're still challenging yourself so much. I wish that I had the courage to do a lot of the stuff that you have done. Like I really do. Um, you're, you're a very amazing person. And I do appreciate, I do appreciate, I do appreciate, and I guess we should give out a shout out to mom because, you know, we wouldn't be who we are if it wasn't for her. We love you. And mom. we give her a, we give her a lot of shit, but I hope she knows that we love her from the bottom of our hearts. Is it <laughs> it's true? not easy. Is it true that when mom sends us a message in the group chat, we only respond with gifts? Oh yeah. Juanito, Cheech, the Joker. 
<laughs> we'll to terrorize mom. Yeah, we don't like to talk with her. Talk to her through words. Only gifts. It's a, it's a fun game we play. Um, well, and you know, it's, and that's something too. Like we just started that, and you know, we we haven't really talked all the time. You know, they, we we've gone months without talking, and so, you know, we started that group thread. You know, I think in September or whatever. And now we talk every day, and I'm I'm very grateful for it. It. I'm glad that we started that, and I wish that we could get Lucas to get on there with us. And you know, little Jesse says he wants to get on it, but I don't know. I think we have to. He has to go through initiation before he gets on it. We gotta initiate your ass. Um, cool, man. I love you so much. Is there anything that you want to tell everybody before we let them go? No, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank. I hope you guys had a good time. Mom still got that thing in the back. I put that back there just for you, just so you see. Um, and you know, no, just, I, I guess we do it again someday and have some fun and see what, maybe we talk more about the music stuff. Okay. Maybe. I think <laughs> we're going to do the dating game next time I have you on here. I'll have Alan on here for me. Yeah. Damn. I'll get both y'all girlfriends. Nice, classy women. You know, Hey, I've always dated classy women. All right. They just can't put up with me because I'm wild and crazy and I'm, I'm tough to deal with. I am tough to deal with. <laughs> yeah, both of us. Um, okay, well, I love you. I love all you guys. I have um, some very special guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, ba -ba -ba -bum. Why can't I think who they are right now? I don't know, but they're really, really cool. I have Katie Turner out of Australia, an amazing bass player. I have Zeb with Tribal Seeds. I have Ronnie with Otic Empire. So many cool people coming up. Stay tuned. Thank you guys for hanging out with me and my brother tonight. I will make this a regular thing and have him on more often. We have so many more questions that we could ask him and so much more stuff that we can talk about. Bubba, I love you. Alan, you're the shit. Mom, dad, everybody, I love you all. Until next time, keep it classy. <laughs>